Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Hang on. You gotta get it with, well, wait for the finger guns. Come on. I'm not looking it's at the finger guns. I'm looking at the actual the show notes. <laughs> right. But there's a delay between starting the broadcast and it actually kicking in. So yeah. just pause for a second. Well, it's in now. Yeah, we've we've talked over the pause. We're, <laughs> we're live and disorganized now. Yeah, so Hello. you can start any time now, Kelly. Hello, yeah. everyone. Welcome to Slamfire Radio for episode 255 for May 3rd, 2018. I'm going to be your host, Kelly. Guess what? I'm back. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Brian, and I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> I'm Trevor, and I'm also not wearing pants. <laughs> and I'm Angel, and I'm back, and I never left. And you're wearing pants, aren't you? <laughs> one of the only people wearing pants on this show. Jeez, I didn't know this was a pants optional show. Pantsless. Huh. Pa- pa- yeah. No, that's that's just a given. Pants are optional. Yeah. I'm not sure why, though, Brian, you decided to uh, just throw that out there like that. Um, I am the ruiner, Trev. So I thought yeah, I'd shut off. I, well, I'm just trying to follow the thought process in your mind where you decided people need to know what I have or don't have covering my legs. Well, nobody well, can see. Yeah, well, there's there's that. But there's... Trevor now has the image in his head, so he's going to be uncomfortable for the entire show. Yeah, and this is me working my way through it to try and get over it. Right? And, and sometimes well, it's just better not to know. Well, yeah, but he went to, exactly. So why tell us, right? It's more fun for me. That's why. <laughs> anyway, so then I had to tell the world I wasn't wearing pants, but in fairness, I am wearing pajamas, so oh. nobody needed to know that either. You can go to Walmart. See, I didn't say what I was wearing. Yeah, <laughs> for the Campbellton Walmart, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you have some hip waders, too? <laughs> that's, that's not here. Look at a map. It's in New Brunswick, right? So your neighbors are being flooded? Yeah, everybody's just a block over. It's a small <laughs> province. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's only four square blocks, the entire province. It's pretty bad, actually. Yeah. And Justin, sure, it is going to be a good one. He's saying make sure uh, rage, rage Kelly, already. Kelly, you said it is a bad one. Please, mm-hmm. for the love of God, make sure you check in on Facebook to let us know you're safe, even though you live three hours away from Fredericton. I was wondering about your safety. So please keep doing that, people. Please checking in because the death toll is about the same as it was last time. Uh, Zero. So be sure to check in. All right. So have have you checked in, Trevor? No, I haven't checked in. Are you safe right now? That's why you're upstairs, right? I'm in my safe place. Blooded. You're you're moments away from death. Yeah. Mm. How How is your gun room? Is it dry? Yep. Okay. All right. Up up on the top floor of his house, yes, it'll always be dry. It right. have to be a heck of a flood where Trevor lives if his if his floor and his gun room is getting wet. Yeah, ironically, there are people that live at a higher elevation than I do here in Camelton that have flooded basements. I live at the bottom of the hill. My basement's good. Whatever. Okay. Apparently, that water flows up in Camelton. It's like that the reversing falls. I don't know. There you go. 
Okay, so why don't we uh, do what we did in guns? What we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Centre. It's Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now we have Alcon, Alcans on. Uh, they're, uh, did we do this last week? Nope. Lanyard. Lanyard. <laughs> Alcan. Alcans. The C79A2 3.4X site with ADR. R-R-T. Did you miss me? An Alcan. <laughs> it's an Alcan. It's, it's an Alcan. Uh, Alcan C79 for eighteen hundred bucks. Thank okay. you, Brian. Brian, you you're amazing. <laughs> I, thank you. I've it, noticed one thousand seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yeah, eighteen hundred, Kelly. We can round up in our head. Yeah. <laughs> the retail queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, yeah. so Brian who keeps throwing me under the bus every week. Uh, why don't you tell us what you did in guns this week? Well, I thought of a lot of, ex- a lot of things to say about you not being on, and it was a wasted effort since you're here. Yeah. So. <laughs> in fairness, Adriel wrote that list, not Brian. <laughs> yes. It was yes. That <laughs> I did. <laughs> and, it, and the list is for any one of us who skips. It's not... Uh, Mm-hmm. It's cross-functional. Yeah. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll make one yeah. for Kelly, but it's it can convenient. be for anyone, really. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you think you're the only one that can get chased by zombie llamas? It's not about you. It's about the hosts. <laughs> that was a good one, by the way. I was going to just tell people. I did, you were, I, I did survive. I, I was telling people you were still stuck in that lineup at Tim Hortons that you were <laughs> whining about a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. All oh, right. No, I'm not. So stop. <laughs> Please. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so what have i done in guns um hey new lighting for the podcast looks good yeah a little less glary a little more even do mm-hmm. you guys approve yeah. adriel it works for you okay much cool. better yeah thank you i'm trying i'm trying to make it less not hard. as good as mine i liked it no, better when you were dimly lit <laughs> <laughs> thank you well You're welcome inside still pretty dim <laughs> Yeah, but now I get to look at you better. Well, close your eyes. Okay. okay. Is that because you're going to be doing some more reviews, like from Editor Arms and all that? It's so possible. That, it's by the way, you looked really angry in that video. Oh, like, yeah. What? Did he throw a gun? Did he throw a gun in his Matador video? No. He wasn't angry. He was no. He was mildly perturbed. No, no he wasn't no, I was, angry. I was, I was, I was happy. Angry. I was, yeah, no, I was fine. I don't understand... Uh, anyway, I I just decided to not do mine with shooting so that I didn't have any function <laughs> issues. Because <laughs> really, I was demonstrating that you know how easy it is to do a mag change with the mag rotor from Matter of Arms. Actually, shooting the gun is not required for that. So, I and I learned from other people's mistakes. Fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you I want to say Matter of Arms one more time? Matter of Arms. Thank you. There we go. Yes. Uh, let's see. I got my new jersey for 2718 this year. So I got all my sponsors yeah. on it. There you go. White, white jerseys <laughs> on the range are always a great idea. Uh, the color choices were limited, and I wanted something light colored to kind of deflect some of the sun. It'll get dirty. Right. It'll look like I'm trying hard. That's all. So you're you so C R P S is one of your sponsors? Well, no, okay, they're not actually a sponsor. I'm just kind of promoting them. Okay, can you see, can you say that though? Can you say it right? Because no, I I 
Rimfire precision. There we go. I always get it. I jumble those letters. Oh, I'm terrible. I'm, look, Do you I'm working on... to get their name on your shirt? No, What's he's that? just... Uh, it's just copyright. He's just stealing it. Oh, yeah, that a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. There, there was an, hard time. We ca- thank you. We oh, came to an agreement. All right, that's that's all. So I thought it seemed like I was I was feeling all happy when I won that match. You know, the first match they ever had that I won. You know that we had. Trevor wasn't on for that episode. He might not oh, know that's that I won why that it's match. on your shirt because you won a match. So now you're printing it on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, no one will believe me. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Um, so yeah, I got some Matador love this week. I got my Mag Rotor. Um, I got the Express uh, Mag release uh, for the 1022, and I did a video on that, and I tossed it up on my uh, Facebook page, so people can look me up on Facebook and uh, and check that out. Apparently, I looked angry. I, I wasn't angry. I was pretty happy. But anyway, it is it is how it is. Um, and I, I think I was wearing my Matador T-shirt in that. You one. were. Yeah, I like that yeah. T-shirt. It's a really nice shirt. Yeah. Works. Um, let's see. I went to Milcon this weekend. I spent two days on the range actually doing pistol stuff. Uh, first day was a pistol fundamentals refresher course, um, which is different than I expected it to be. Um, a lot less shooting than I was anticipating, but that's okay. Um, a lot of dry fire, a lot of theory and stuff. Um, they are, they have a big focus on, uh, you know, actually zeroing your pistol. Um, so it hits where you're, pointing it so i actually did some some at least windage adjustments because you know the the three the 320 just doesn't have elevation of adjustable sights and is it like all the other 320s and it kind of hits low and to the left no no it hits high uh it really hits high yeah actually no you're right my experience was that the 320 hits high as well and that's why uh, when using it or other coaching people who use it i always told them to use a straight up six o'clock hole hold the full post directly under the bowl. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like doing that. I like having the post like right we underneath the target. Like, oh, there there's the target. There's the post right in the middle. I don't uh, like I'm having gonna... to hold it down low. Like up yep. uh, at the bottom of the target. How far is the target? How big is the target? That well, changes. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not optimal. And I found a big difference the next, the next day. Um, I was back to shooting the 320 uh, with different ammo with factory nine mil. And at the same distance, I had to have a complete six o'clock hold on the target, like weighed, like it was hitting three inches high. Now that 50. factory ammo, was it both hotter and a different weight projectile or did same you weight from- project, same weight really? projectile? Just that much hotter. Yeah. Just, yeah, it was crazy. So cool. Yeah. Good to know. But uh, factory yeah. ball or like some yeah. hollow points? No, it was a factory ball. Uh, seller and Bellet, I think. Really? And it was quite hot. Yeah, which is or, funny because I haven't found that ammo to be hot before. There's something must have changed with my grip or something that's, I, I'm not sure. Anyway, huh? it's kind of odd. Yeah, it was a learning experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, see that, Adriel? People do sight in pistols. Yep. And I did learn the beauty of actually having a sight puller pusher. It was it was great because I had one on at the range so I could actually make adjustments, not just banging on it with a punch was it one of those claw hammer ones the side adjusters no it was it was one of it's kind of like the uh the chinesium one that you have except it wasn't chinesium yeah so Mm. anyway so that worked well um and then the second day was a holster qualification course for their for their club um i probably could have gotten away with my old 
uh, IPSC black badge uh, course certification, but you know, whatever I, it was another day in the range. So we got to spend the day drawing pistols out of holsters. So that, that worked cool. I actually shot that with my P250 just for fun. Cause I haven't really shot that much and it, it shoots really accurately and shoots fine, a little high, just like any other SIG, but not as, not as, yeah, not bad. Um, they also have a, um, a series of competitions um, at Milcon called the 50 Club. So you'll have at three different distances. Did I just drop out again? Nope. No, you did not. Oh, okay. Right, cool. There's Sorry, a Oscar message waiting for you, though. Oh, no. Anyway, um, so uh, three different distances shooting uh, 50 rounds and a target consecutively, either slow fire or uh, they call rapid fire, like 10 shots in uh, in 10, 10 shots during in 30 seconds. So I got one of my 50 clubs at five yards. So that was, that was kind of cool. I got something for the scrapbook. So I'll be working on some of that later. Um, and I signed up for a service rifle clinic with Milcon in August. So that's five days. Um, so that'll be a big chunk of prep for nationals for me. Um, they don't offer it every year. And this year I can actually fit it in my schedule. So I jumped on it. And let's see, I did some loading for 5.56 for test loads. Oh, this charge master makes loading ammo so slick because I can be throwing a charge automatically while, I, um, while I'm while i seating a bullet. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's really nice how it fits into the reloading process because it's yep. basically doing something while you're doing all the other stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. No, it's perfect. I'm so happy I spent the money on that. Um, great investment. Um, everyone should have one. Well, not everyone, but I'm happy to have it. So that's uh, that's about it for me. Cool. All right, Trevor. Um, let's see. I worked at um, Promotion Plus. It's a trading convention show here in Camelton every year, and we have two. Well, two booths. There was two booths. Denis sets up his gunsmith booth right next to the gun club booth. So. Uh, I spent time working at both booths and it was a lot of fun and got to talk to a lot of people. Only had one person actually ask about C71, which is a little, really? yeah, it's a little disconcerting. Hmm. Um, only had, well, we had two aunties. One looked at the Tavor X95 and was like, that shouldn't be allowed. And then saw a matching set of cowboy action pistols and like lost her mind. Oh, those are so cool. So I'm like, oh, you're not an auntie. You're a FUD. Like, okay. <laughs> Good for you. Um, and then another guy came over and he looked at the X95 and he's like, well, that looks like it could do a lot of damage. And I'm like, well, no more damage than, say, you know, an axe or a baseball bat or a white van on Young Street, Toronto. And he just like left. That was the end of the conversation. <laughs> he had nothing to say. <clears throat> um, both of my 870s were on display there. I'm going to switch over and see if we can pick them up here on the camera. Um, the listeners may remember me talking about the 870 projects that I had going on. So they're both home. So this one is the like classic-looking Wingmaster with a full-length barrel and fancy-schmancy wood. And this one directly above it is the one that we made look like a um, Remington 870 police clone from like back in the 70s. So it's got the police wood furniture, and the barrel is... 18 inches one's parkerized the other one's blued and unfortunately they both they both got some some scars from moving them around promotion plus unfortunately 
but they're home. One of the trigger groups is a little worse for wear. What's so funny, Kelly? Nothing. <laughs> just okay. I didn't think I said anything funny. You're just randomly smiling, kind of, kind of biggish. But anyway, I'll carry on. <clears throat> so, um, I feel like I need to sneeze. Um, anyway, one of the trigger groups needs to be replaced. So you can still get aluminum trigger guards for 870s if you shop around because everything's gone plastic the expresses are all plastic but uh we ordered one from brownells actually has a gold trigger so it's going to look great on the um fancy schmancy wingmaster that's polished to a mirror finish uh ordered a strike eagle one to eight by 24 to put on my slr build because um a listener i'm not going to say his name because i don't a i don't have permission b if he and his wife listen i don't want to get him in trouble um with his wife but his, his name rhymes with bark and so he bought my bushnell that i bought from adriel so that's actually sitting in a box right there next to kelly's holster it's sitting in a box right there that are going to go in the mail tomorrow if I get it together. Uh, I got a lot of prep left to do for the weekend because I'm off to teach um, my first black badge of the season. I'm supposed to have taught one already, but it got in the range, just wasn't ready yet. And then I did a couple hours um, this week working at the gunsmith. Uh, okay, really weird, man. We got two people that brought in guns that were in house fires that the insurance is paying us to clean. So we are completely doing a detail strip. Nice. Some of these guns have never, sorry, Kelly. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, some of the guns have never actually been cleaned ever. It's so, and then there's a little bit of, you know, like leftover stuff from the fire. Um, and there, anything that had an optic on it, the optics getting replaced. So that's kind of cool. And there was a break in here in Camelton and three guns were stolen and the guns were very quickly recovered. It was, uh, the guy basically was able to narrow down who did it very quickly. You know, he knew the guy. So the police have, I can't, I don't know the full story, but even though the guns have been returned, no, the guns haven't been returned. The guns are with the police, but the insurance is paying to replace the guns and he's not getting the old guns back. I got to look into this because it's, it doesn't make sense. I don't think we have all the, all the pieces of the story correctly, because if the insurance buys him new, new guns, the police destroy the guns that they have in their uh, evidence locker right now it's anyway I'll, I'll, I'll report back on that later and then um where'd i put it <clears throat> i just had a gun oh here it is uh let's see so um i decided to pick up a tanfoglio nine millimeter witness i sold off some archery equipment and i sold off my project lipstick on a pig i took off all of the sti ipsic parts that i put on it and put them on this gun and um What's cool about this gun, it is a, it was until this year, a sub $1,000 1911. And unfortunately it is not anymore. The one in 45 is very close, but this one has just recently crept up over the thousand dollar mark. It comes with these knockoff VZ grips. I don't think they're actual VZ because they're just, they're just not, the texture just doesn't feel like VZ. Like muffins 1911 has VZ and it's like holding onto a, onto a cactus it's crazy so anyway um <clears throat> what can i say about this it's uh the fit and finish is excellent the frame is blue but not polished the slide is polished on the sides and blued um out of the box it had a it had a fairly nice trigger and uh it will be my ipsic backup gun i liked it so much i immediately bought one in 45 to match so um my other 
Norinco 1911 and 45. I'm going to sell that off as well. Uh, actually, I'm just going to give it to, I'm trading it in at the shop is what I'm doing. And Denise taking some money off the cost of the, uh, the 45. And I'll put all these same identical parts on it and I'll have a matching nine and 45 in, uh, in the same platform. So that'll be cool. Uh, and that's all I've been up to. All right. Adriel, you're up. All right. Uh, I did a couple of reviews. I got a review out on the KSG. Uh, I got a review out on the Ruger 7744. Uh And I got a review out on some of this uh, 762 by 54. Now, I had a buddy of mine uh, say, hey, you know, I got some of that stuff. I'm pretty sure my stuff's corrosive. And uh, so I got uh, some of the cases off of him. And uh, yeah, it's corrosive. (laughs) <laughs> so um, while I tested my stuff and found that my stuff was non-corrosive, uh, you really do have to test your lot of ammo. Uh, his was from a different factory and uh, definitely corrosive. Uh, let's see here. Other than that, not really a lot. I got in some of these uh, four banger uh, shot shell carriers. Uh, the idea here was I actually have quite a large TACOM uh, shell carrier on my uh, on my three gun belt. There it is right at the top there. It holds 16 shells. Uh, But sometimes we run uh, a match where I'll need to run slug as well. And the idea with this guy is just a little one off to the side just to uh, put slugs in. So it's um, separate from my main birdshot uh, carrier, but uh, still on the belt so I can still run it really quickly. So that's the idea with that one. Um, You know, the other thing I was thinking about was... Hey, on a three-gun belt, how much of my Velcro is actually touching the inner belt? <laughs> there you don't are use... so many things. I put Velcro on the backs of everything. Yeah, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to need to add, like, a keeper or some other, like, inserts or something like that that well, uh, that help with this because... Adriel, how many around, How many pistol rounds in a particular stage are you, are you... Like, first of all, you guys are shooting USBSA rules now, right? Three-gun nation. Three gun nation. Okay. Uh how many what's the longest course of fire? How many rounds? There are no maximums on okay. lo- num- max number of rounds. We try to keep it to doable in three mags, four if you really F something up. I per I gun. like per having gun? the flexibility of changing my pistol mags on the move though. Per, per yeah, per gun? Huh? What you you said three or four mags. Per, yeah, for three or four mags for your pistol. Uh, so you could have, you're talking stages with upwards of like 60 rounds? Let me think about that for a second. 50. 50, 50 definitely. Rounds. Yeah. And you guys like to spend a lot of time scoring and patching. Not if you shoot a bunch of steel. Hey. Resetting. The steel doesn't pick itself up. Uh, some of the steel does. Uh, steel spinners uh, definitely pick themselves up. Uh, your steel that you're shooting at long range for your rifle uh, picks itself up because you're not doing anything. You're just counting hits by, you know, listening for the ring or checking for the uh, spray off of it. Okay. Um, or uh, checking for the flash because I'm going to order a bunch of those. Have you seen the T-1000 Magneto Speed uh, uh, flashers? I don't even know what that is. So, like, when you shoot steel at long range, how do you know you hit it? You listen. You don't shoot it at a distance where you can't tell. Or it falls over. No, that's quitter talk. Flashers. Yeah, I was going to say you get Kevin to build a couple for you and send them to you. 
Well, you've got those like metal <laughs> flashers that like move and then you can see the the thing behind them. Yep. Um, we've got some of those. They're not super reliable when you're hitting them with like a 55 grain pill at, you know, 300 plus meters. Um, so we're looking at picking up some uh, Magneto Speed T1000s, which Velcro to the back and have like a little reflector blinking thing that can get hit by bullets lots of different times and will still uh, show a flash when you hit. So uh, we're going to pick some of those guys up. Yeah, they use that with the rimfire precision. Um, so there's like a vibration sensor basically that gets attached to the plate and then it sets off a light that's off to the side. So that's a that's different system. Different that's, system, but yeah. same basic idea. Yep. And it works really well. So if if we can hit it with twenty twos at three hundred meters and get and get indication of hit, it should work fine for fifty five grain stuff at whatever distance you guys are shooting at. I want to get something out of five hundred. Yeah, cool. Five hundred. Yep. Uh, that's really it for me. I haven't uh, I haven't been doing too much in guns. Uh, we had a three gun meeting talking about some different stuff we're going to do for our two day match and uh, our open day and that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, should be good. Our two day is like fully booked. Our <laughs> the next match we have is fully booked, and we could do another match the next day, and that match would be fully booked. So <laughs> there's uh, there's a lot of demand for three gun right now. Yeah, that's all in the. That's all in Alberta. What's happening out here? It's it's all West Coast. You know, I I, I checked uh, that three gun.ca and I if you go on the map view, it mm-hmm. shows you what's available for the next month. It's all West Coast. I wonder why. Trevor, you need to get into three Much gun. Fun. It's, all the all the fun is out here for more than you have been. West could could be weather as well. A lot yeah, of stuff's true. not ready out here yet. Well, Alberta's pretty It's cool all underwater too. in New Brunswick. Yeah, yeah exactly. All of it. Yeah. The whole province. That's not good. Yeah. Are you still are you still snowed in at your range, Trev? Oh yeah. Uh, Muffin had the gate open yesterday. Had an excavator in there to open the gate, and there's like six inches of water under the snow uh, all around the gate. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, there will definitely, I promise you, be snow on the ground for our um, black badge. I will tell you how bad it is, Brian. I'm doing a black badge this weekend in the Miramichi. I'll be teaching Friday night, and then Saturday. The road to the range has been closed all week. They're going to op- open it tomorrow or Saturday morning for the first time. Only as far as the shotgun section, we're going to drive into the shotgun section, park there because it's dry-ish, and then they'll shuttle us over to the pistol section one at a time with a four-wheeler and a trailer for our kit. We're not allowed to drive into the pistol wow. section. Yeah. I can't wait for them to go prone for the 25-meter drill. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you guys want to know what I've been doing? Yeah. Have I really? You're here. I'm here. Did you do any gun stuff while you're gone? I actually did. So llama gun stuff. Sorry. Actual gun stuff. Llama Llama gun gun stuff. stuff? Yes, actually. Did you get to shoot a llama? Because if you got to shoot a llama, shoot a llama right between the eyes. It was a zombie one. So I had a real problem with Will now. Because if there was any host who was going to get to shoot a llama, it should have been me. And now it's Kelly. <laughs> or so me. I lost, yeah. I lost the llama. Yeah, you're right, Adriel. You probably could have got a got got that under your belt before me. So we lost the llama face shooting contest to Kelly, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, if it had to be anybody, I'm happy it's Kelly. But I'd be well, happier if it was me. Yes. And I used lead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you know it's dead. I just, I just finished listening. I listened to all of you the episodes for the last four weeks. 
We're sorry. Yeah, sorry I know. About that. Anyways, <laughs> I could we could tell you were listening based on your Facebook posts. I went from being your favorite to being dead to you in like two posts. You know it's messed up when I become the favorite, Brian. Oh, I know, right? How bad do I have to be to make you the favorite? Yeah. You told everybody that the Leafs won the cup when I was bored. Like seriously, I was. Oh, alive, I said when you, know? you were in high school. Yeah, I don't. I remember turned that. it off right then. Was I on for that? That was like yeah. Yeah, yeah you. No, you thought it was hilarious. You vote. You vote fell out of your chair when I said that. So I don't even remember it. Yeah, yeah. you were probably drunk. Mm-hmm. Was it our show? Because I wasn't drunk on our show, but I was drunk yeah. on We Like Shooting when I said if I had to be on Naked and Afraid and had to pick a co-host, it would be Kelly. That I think was... that's actually a really good idea because I don't think you want to see Brian naked, do you? Well, in fairness, I don't want to see any of you naked. Well, no, we don't. But but you know, I just think you're more useful than Brian. Gee, thanks. <laughs> that was even when I compliment somebody, it comes out like an insult. Oh my god! Really? All right, I'm just gonna I think you're more useful than Brian. I don't think you're very useful, but you're more useful than Brian. That's what I heard. Oh, is that how that sounded? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no wonder she got offended. Oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. That's yeah. not what I meant at all. Well, yeah. Brian can wear a skirt too, you know. No. Yeah, he does though. No, but no. you pull it off much better than he does. Right. I don't think you I've never... ever seen Kelly in a skirt. I've no. seen Brian no. in women's clothing more than more than Kelly. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. Anyways, so guess what? Maple seeding is starting again. So that's what I've been doing. Besides work twenty four seven for the last four weeks, I've been doing maple seed as well. So we had a season opener, and it, you know, you you have to prepare for the season opener. You have to get out everything because it's been six months and everything. So we have to make sure everything is ready, the trailer, everything, and then two days. No, a day before the match. Uh, it was canceled because we had that freezing rain that uh, was pretty actually significant. So you know what I did on the day that it was canceled? I went to the range and I shot the maple seed challenge just because we didn't want people to Just to prove that you're more maple seed than everyone else. It might be freezing rain, but you're still going to go <laughs> shoot a maple seed in the freezing rain. And it that's was, what maple seed's about. And it was horrible. It really, really was. Um, and I'm kind of glad that people didn't travel all the way from... We had people traveling from uh, Montreal and different places. So uh, the roads were horrible. We had accidents everywhere. So it was good that people didn't actually travel. But that being said, we have put, we moved that. Uh, we moved that um, the, the Frontenac... It's Frontenac, Kingston. We rescheduled it, so it's on May 13th. By the way, it is still, it still has spots. So people, if you're interested, go and sign up for it because we're looking to fill the line. Anyways, um, but the next week we had uh, the actual opener for Maple Seed, and we had two shoots, and it was a beautiful. It was like everybody was – so one week we had freezing rain, and it was just ugly. The next weekend everybody was sh- shooting in T-shirts. So um, – yeah, we had these, it was both sold out, by the way, and we had a ladies' day on the Sunday as well. So we had lots and lots of ladies. It was pretty freaking amazing. And because it was ladies, we actually had cupcakes on the line. It was awesome. Um, what else? Uh, went to the range. Yeah, shot that. Uh, the Maple Seed Challenges, a couple of them. Uh, we have limited edition hats, by the way. Did you guys see that? There's still a couple that are available on our website. So go to the Maple Seed website and get a hat because I think there's only about five left. So anyways, got extra made. What else? Oh, SFRC. I went out there a couple of times and I was returning. By the way, they're now carrying all kinds of stuff. They're carrying tools. They're carrying boots. They're carrying 
you know, all kinds of different gear. Anyway, so we were returning a pair of boots. Mm, I didn't buy anything. But you know what? I did buy a gun. I bought one from Adriel. I think Trevor wanted it, but I actually, I bought it. Scooped it. I scooped it. So it was a really, really good deal. And then I bought a holster from Trevor, obviously, because he just said that I... I bought a uh, actually from from I, technically if you want to trace it all the I way know. back. I I bought it from Adriel, <laughs> but Tec- he's giving you the money for it, right? Technically, as I was trying to say, for you so rudely interrupted this, <laughs> Matthew is back on the show. You can trace the origins of the holster all the way back to Captain Andy. That's where really I'm, yeah. Oh. so I got a piece of Captain Andy. Okay, great. All right. Um, yeah, so I bought the CZ Shadow, and by the way, the transfer came in today. It's only been two weeks. Only two weeks. The last two I did New Brunswick were 24 hours. Yeah, two weeks. Crazy. I know. Ontario is just getting slammed, apparently. (sighs) Yeah, well... And 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 thank you, Canada Post. We 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 ordered this gun. This come in gun came in. I was really happy with it. Uh, after I saw it, I drove two minutes down the road, pulled over, said, "Order me one in forty-five. So we ordered one in forty-five and another one in nine mil for the shop. So you guys know where Halifax is. Yeah. You know where Northern New Brunswick is. Yeah. yeah. Can somebody tell me why our guns are in Mississauga? Yeah. Serious. Yeah, and Canada Post <laughs> won't like open a ticket until I forget what the whole process. They're so union like. They, they won't stop it. Any, it's on its way somewhere else, too. Like It's in Mississauga, and it's still going west. And until it has to go all the way to its final destination, find out that that incorrect destination is not where it's supposed to be, and then they turn around and send it back. It'll actually be faster for the shop to send us two new guns than it will be to wait to get all those to get. Yeah. Okay. Be probably faf- faster for them to build you. I was going to say it was yeah. be faster for them to drive it to you. But are you go pick it up? Because normally anything that goes to the shop from Freedom Ventures is next day. Yeah. So we were like, the guns were ordered on Friday. Today's Wednesday. Where are the guns? And Mississauga. Yeah, I've I've had some weird happenings with Canada Post in the past where I had a package. I think it went to BC twice by the before it got to me. Like wow. it was it was bizarre. It Knock just, on wood. This is the first time I've ever had a snafu. Yeah, and. I, I think it's computer automated um, sorting systems failing. But at some but, point, somebody picks up a package and puts it anyway. You'd, you'd probably be surprised how little they actually look. <laughs> actually, like uh, like how much little their persons actually handle packages. It's yeah, probably it's pretty automated. Automated, I think, automated yeah. yeah. I remember um, that Vincent kid from that other podcast, that whatever it is, that he who works on stuff like that automation systems and programming and stuff. Well, and also, I mean, the guy at my range who tried to move the school bus one time with his head, he works behind the counter in Canada Post. So, computer problems, staffing. (laughs) 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 Yeah. He's actually actually quite good, but anyway. Yeah. Is he better or worse after he moved a bus with his head? You know better, I think. (laughs) See? Yeah. I really missed you guys, by the way. (laughs) We missed you too. This is your segment, right? Uh, This is your segment we're talking over right now? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now that we're done talking about Canada Post and lost guns, right? Are we? 
something else random will come up and I will jump in when I feel like it. Carry okay. on and tell that. It's called it's called interjection. This is a conversation, Kelly. This is, this Actually, is how families have conversations. Right. Conversation. Kind of a family. A podcast isn't just about sitting around waiting to, for them to finish and then for you to have their your turn. It's got to be some interaction, some back and forth. Yeah. So it's not yeah. even podcasting one on one. It's podcasting one. Talk to each other. Anyways, I was listening to that today too. So we good? <laughs> is that it? <laughs> no. You bought one gun and you went to SFRC. Yeah. And shot a maple seed. Ladies, so the CCFR calendar. We're looking for 2019 models. So, do you guys know anybody who would like to be in the, in the calendar? Yolanda, I heard wants to be on it. Yeah, Does she? she? Yeah, I heard that. I heard Yolanda wants to be in it. Okay. Hey, uh, Anyways, I forgot. What? I won something. I was going to mention. I totally forgot. Yeah, Adriel is going to be the nicest smelling co-host besides me. Yeah, yeah, you'll Sensei. be able to smell it through the podcast. You'll be able to smell my good smells of perfume and whatever else is in that package. They're scentsy melts. So, <laughs> oh, it's, it's going to be an odd conversation with my wife. Hey, want, uh, honey, I won some uh, scent stuff. Where'd you win it from? At a gun girl calendar thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're sending me perfume now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to get it in time for Mother's Day. Oh. So you can give it to her for Shopping Christmas. done. Woo! <laughs> Winning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that prize was donated by Julie Hines. So thank you, Julie. It was awesome. AKA. So. Wife, wife of the Wookiee. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't think Julie's also known as Jay. I'm pretty no, sure. No, exactly. You said AKA Jay. Jay. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, that's not right. Yeah. No. So, anyways. It was, probably, it was probably Julie's idea, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would, it's yeah. a really, really good prize, actually. It's the stuff that was in it. Oh, my God. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, so that being said, we're, we are looking for, for models for the calendar. So if anybody does know a lady or if you are a lady who listens to the show and you'd like to be in the calendar, contact me. You can send it to the Slam Fire or you can actually uh, send it uh, through Facebook to me. And, How about a uh, cat in the calendar? Get that? Get. <laughs> you leave that there. I just, I, I, love just flipped, I just flipped off a cat. <laughs> you know you're angry when you're giving pets the finger. I love how easy it is for Angel to sugar Trevor. That is great. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now and it's wrinkled. I'm looking. It's wrinkled. <laughs> wow. Uh. All right. That is everything that I've done. Besides, oh, Maple Seed, we do have some new, new IITs. So thank God they're here because I'm getting tired. And season just started. So IITs are instructors in training. So I just wanted to say hello to a couple of them right now. Greg May. Hey. Uh, he's watching. I know that because he's. An I2 is a person? IIT, instructor in training. Uh, in in IPSC, we call them BBIs. Yeah, whatever. You know. Trevor's I, one too. I2 is a person. IIT. Uh, whatever anyways so that is it for me pretty much you, you let trevor be an instructor in training yeah wow i <laughs> I, I no i'm pretty sure it was to do that was a good idea no <laughs> way <laughs> yeah i just like trevor trevor is good at instructing if he gets his head wrapped around he it however is good at instructing he has a history of with quitting? rage and maple seed like uh, I haven't seen that with him in other shooting disciplines, so I'm not sure this is the right fit 
for him. The reality was... is he's not shooting. He's instructing somebody else on how to shoot. So well, I'm okay, sure but is he going to give him tips on how to best throw the rifle to get the best distance? Like I don't, I don't know. If I feel happen. that's appropriate at the time, then no. <laughs> it's a pro tip there. <laughs> And and Brian, Jam in fairness, word. that was before I knew what I was doing. There was no rage quitting in Fredericton, even though it was a big fundraising rage quit board from my frenemies. That was awesome, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was, so that was great. Yeah, fast. Seriously, like this is the joke that we just can't let die, Trev. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. We have to go until it's not funny, and then like another week at least. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, didn't this stop being funny a week ago? Yep, it's time to stop. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. All right. Why don't we talk about upcoming events? Adriel, you talked a little bit about the three gun matches, but do you have anything new or PFI Canada is coming up this weekend at the Campbell River Gun Club. Uh Northwest Three Gun will also be this weekend. They'll be on the sixth. They'll be at the Morse Mountain Marksman Association. There's a mouthful. Yeah. In Houston, BC. Uh, Chaz 3-Gun will be on May 12th. That'll be at the Chaz Range at Genesee near Edmonton. Mighty Peace 3-Gun will be May the 12th. That'll be at the North Peace Rod and Gun Club. Medicine Hat will have a match on May 12th at Medicine Hat. Lakeland 3-Gun will have a match May 19th at the Cold Lake Fish and Game Club. Uh, BTSA will have their Victoria Day 3-Gun Special. That's at the Buffalo Target Sports uh, Shooters Association uh, near Calgary. Uh, Northwest Three Gun will also have a match on May 26th at the Terrace Rod and Gun Club. Uh, Chaz is going to have a zombie shoot, which is kind of like a, a, a open range day, so anyone can kind of show up. They can shoot a, yes. a three gun course of fire, cowboy course of fire, uh, twenty two uh, shotgun, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that'll be May 26th, first come first serve kind of a thing. So is there any zombie llamas or anything? Sorry. There won't be zombie llamas. There will be zombie targets. I don't know if we'll have zombie llamas or not, though. That's a specific kind of zombie that those those zombie targets are not in high demand. You usually have to, like, zombify a llama. Okay. Yeah. Just just wonder. Because I could come out for it. Just saying. Import them from Peru. If you got some zombie llamas, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Mighty Peace 3-Gun also has a match on May 26th, so... Uh, if yeah, if you look at uh, if you look at that in a map, it's uh, it's basically uh, Alberta and BC. Yeah. Okay. So, Adriel, question: Do mm-hmm. are are there people allowed to have uh, three gun matches that they don't clear with you, or like do they have like do they all have to be cleared with you? What <laughs> <laughs> do they do? They use you as a scheduling resource, so they're not overlapping with each other. At least I try to make myself available for that kind of thing so as schedules come came in this year and were finalized i'd pop them up there and then let everyone else know on uh the canada three gunners uh facebook group that uh the when when schedules are updated because like especially for alberta and bc we've got so many matches it's kind of nice to stagger them a little bit uh so that if you're for example if you're in edmonton here you could go to grand prairie to to do a shoot you could go to Chaz to do a shoot you could go to cold lake or you could go to calgary those are all they're like within five hours drive from here. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of choice and it's nice when they're a little bit more spaced out. Okay. Cool. Speaking of uh, uh, just like a little like squirrel moment that the, um, did you guys see on the Canada guns, uh, Canada three gunner Facebook group, there was a guy shooting a Glock with a, a cop. Oh on the my God. What and, are the uh, chances? 
a, a case, a nine millimeter case came out of the gun, landed and landed in the open comp in his gun. He fired his second shot and he blew his comp out. Oh my, really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Talk about so, erratic ejection pattern. The brass tumbled in the air. It was a three, two port comp and the port at the muzzle was the largest and apparently just large enough for a nine mil case to land in there. And then he fired and the oh. bullet struck the brass and cracked the comp. And yeah, he didn't yeah. even know what happened. No, no. Well, we're to the, well, if you watch his, his video, he's shooting afterwards. He's like, Oh man, he's shooting, shooting, shooting. He's like, I'm not hitting it. What? And he's like not trying to grip, right. take his time. He's like, I'm still not hitting what that's going on. It's like, he was probably getting both, both strikes on his, uh, on his comp. comp there. Right. Yeah, but so, um, was, was the rest of the gun okay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, cracked the, uh, the port. Comp. Yeah. So I, I looked at a bunch of of Glock comps, and most of them have a little bit of a smaller port or two ports on the front. So I guess word to the wise: if you're designing a comp for a for a Glock <laughs> or a rifle, make sure that the case can't fit in it because if it can, it might, and mm-hmm. then bad things happen. Boom. Mm. Yep. I yeah. Interesting. Mm. and really cool that he had footage of it so the guy was saying uh he's like yeah i I record everything all my practices he's he's got a gopro on and he's watching um he's watching to see what what uh what you know bad habits he picks up or anything like that um and it just so happens that he picked up this uh really interesting uh freak occurrence that uh good thing he had the the camera rolling right wow that's freaky better to see that happen to have it happen to you but you wow. know what? It, I bet if he didn't catch it on video, he never would have found the cause yeah. of it because yeah. he wouldn't like it. Just it, the comp was cracked. Oh, maybe this comp is no good anymore or yeah, something like right. that. Right? You'd never, you'd never believe that it happened unless you saw it. Yeah, no. yeah. Wow. It may, and this may be the first occurrence of it ever. <laughs> like it's yeah, can't happen. Yeah, there's not a lot of comps that are designed that way though. Like I think most of the ones are the the ports on the front are a little bit smaller, so you exactly. can't get a case into them. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, you want gas coming out the sides as much as the top, so you don't. That port, that comp, just seemed to be all. It was I quite would, a bit, quite heavy on the top there. Yeah. See, I would think for a comp, you would want the gas venting at the top because it's compensating for muzzle rise, as opposed to venting to the side, which is more of a brake effect. E- like either or is going to have some positives. You need well, to my, balance. You need to balance them both. And it's yeah. a question of like how much how much flipperosity do you want to balance for versus like straight back recoil. Yeah. So like, have, like an AR-15, you shouldn't have you should not have more ports on the top of an AR-15 brake than you do on the bottom. And if and the correct yeah. answer is none, right? right? You should just port out the sides because you just want to reduce the recoil and you don't need to reduce the rise on the on the barrel on an AR-15 because it's a straight line recoil system. Exactly. Whereas on yeah. a pistol, you need something on the top to keep the the muzzle level, right? Yeah. yeah. And my yeah. AR port on my three gun rifle or comp on my three gun rifle are three ports from large at the muzzle to small at the front of the comp all on the sides. There's nothing on the top. Yeah. 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 My, uh, my matador, uh, fire flare stack has them on the top. You don't want them on the bottom. No, I would not. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. And my matadors all on the sides. 
No, there's three tiny holes on the top, and then but anyway, yeah, three, a couple of small ones is fine. Most of the action will be happening out the side, anyways. But yeah. Um, yeah. you don't want a bunch of you don't want a bunch of gas going out the top because um, Verwappen Block did a did a, a re, like a really in depth slow mo view yep. of uh, of the the effects of the different comps, and uh, no comp was fine. It it went straight back, but a lot of them will have gas on the top, and they end up driving the muzzle down. Uh, yeah. on every shot yeah there's there's one uh comp slash break called the effing a comp i think um and it has a bunch of a bunch of ports all around it and you just put set screws in to actually tune it yeah have as much. Really cool. yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's a great idea uh, but anyway okay all cool. right so one of the things i did want to say is that we do have a couple of uh, events happening for Maple Seed. Most of them are that are posted right now are sold out, but there's a couple. There's one in PEI. There's one in Kingston, obviously, um, that I was just talking about. And there's a couple out in BC as well that are not sold out. So if you are in, in any of those areas, go onto the website and then just put in the event white link. We're, uh, we're hoping to sell out the events. And we will be posting more as well. Uh, we'll be posting Alberta and Manitoba and Saskatchewan soon, uh, as soon as we uh, get confirmations from all the ranges. So we'll do that too. Uh, do you guys want to talk about anything like uh, the Ronnie de Groot? Trevor, you got an update for that or anything? Um, no, no, we're good with that. It's... June 2nd, if you want to try Steel Challenge in your, in our area, we're using USPSA rules and all the official Steel Challenge stages. We are going to debut our new full set of X-Mental targets, Steel Challenge targets. So if you're a club that wants to do Steel Challenge, X-Mental is now in the game of making all of the USPSA Steel Challenge targets. Do they sell it as a kit? Like a bit, one big kit that you buy? I bought mine as a kit, Adriel. So, like, I bought enough to do all the stages at one time. Ooh. Yep. Um, yeah. So, information okay. about uh, anything Rescue Gun Club related, uh, Rescue Gun, Co- Gun Club at gmail.com. Kelly, I'll keep going with the charity shoot here. Yep. Please. Um, 3D event, July 5th to the 7th. Pre registration is not required for the charity shoot. If you can't make the charity shoot and would like to contribute to the charity, and this year's charity is the Dalhousie Regional High School Breakfast Program, um, you can do so by sending your donation to slamfireradio at gmail.com. We have one person who has prepaid for the Frilacci class. Um, I think I'm going to start asking people to pay for that ahead of time so I don't have to carry cash around the day of the event. So if you would like to pay for your Fralacci Fundamentals handgun class now, you can do so by sending the uh, $100 entry fee to slamfireradio at gmail.com. We are full again um, and actually have one more extra person added. That's my mistake. We had one person on the wait list. I added him and then I added uh, some random guy. So random, hmm? yeah, some random dude who asked to be on the list. So I said, yes. So uh, we are sold out plus one. Um, so yes. Uh, also, if you pay now, you're less likely to not be a no show. If you need to withdraw, that's fine. We'll get you your money back. But uh, it's uh, I think it would be best if people start paying for that. Um, so the handgun class sold out, so it's pointless to talk about that anymore. July 6th is the charity, is the maple shoot, also sold out. And then July 7th is the charity shoot proper, 
Registration at 9 a.m. Cost is 25 bucks. There will be four events, a steel challenge that you can shoot with pistol, 22 caliber and up, a rifle, 22 caliber only. Second event is a 22 rimfire silhouette gallery style shoot. Uh, third event is a round of trap. And then finally, we're going to have a free for all fun pistol on steel shoot and rifle range. So the rifle range will be open to try each other's rifles. And one of the small pistol bays right next to the rifle range will be open. So that'll be the last part of the day. Of course, smoke in the water will be there to fill your bellies full of brisket. Uh, there's a Facebook events page or is it a group? Anybody know if it's a group or an events page, whatever. It's, it's I started event? it as a group. It's a group. Okay, cool. So if you go into Facebook and just search like eighth annual podcast, it should come up right away. So ninth. you can keep up there on what what did you say? It's the ninth, ninth. but that's okay. That's this easy. is this is not the ninth annual podcast series. It shoot. is, isn't it? No, it's the eighth. No. Okay. Never mind. I'll shut up. So um <clears throat> yeah, uh, go on the Facebook page and uh, the round counts are there and, and stuff like that. Um what else? I think that's it for Lachi handgun um, fundamentals in Alberta. We're in St. Paul. We're on the same range we were on the first year. That's going to be July 14th and 15th. If you're interested in either of those days, send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. I believe there are still spots for both days. Um, before we head up there to St. Paul to whack gophers and then teach some fundamentals and beyond fundamentals, we will be having a slam fire slash CCFR pub night. That'll be just uh, around the corner from Adriel's house in Edmonton on Thursday, July 12th at Brewster's in West Edmonton. Pre-registration is absolutely required for that. All right. Well, maybe I think Yolanda's coming. No, she's going to be at Prairie Fire. going to be at Prairie Fire. Yeah. Okay. All right, so why don't we move on to news. Who has the CBC? I've got it. Uh, this first article comes to us from CBC. Uh, it's an opinion article by Angela Wright. Canada's government is clearly uninterested in finding innovative solutions to gun violence. Law enforcement is just one aspect of tackling the harm caused by guns is the byline. Um, they're... Uh, uh, the article goes on. The federal government has finally accepted what cities have been complaining about for years. We're not doing enough to tackle gun violence. Uh, it says last month that uh, Ralph Goodale convened a summit on guns and gangs violence, but then they put together this C-71 and they didn't follow anything that was from it. Nope. <laughs> they just took their platform and kind of went with that. So um, that's what this article is mostly complaining about. Yeah, C-71's not doing anything with gun violence. Not really. But, nope. I mean, that's we, we kind of knew that already. And um, yeah. I, I, I find it really funny when CBC is complaining about the <laughs> gun control that the liberals are putting in place. Yeah, I think it's promising. When the, when the CBC complains about the liberals, you know they're in trouble. Not only does C-71 not address gun crime, C-75... Uh, reduce the uh, uh, penalties for gun crime. What the, what the, hey. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Man. But I'm going to get an ATT again because nothing will protect the public more like paper. than paper. Yep. Yeah. All right. In an awkward moment, who put the, who put this one in? Did you, uh, Adriel, as well? Yep. 
in an awkward moment, uh, Singh seems unsure about caucus support for gun control bill. Uh, this was around uh, C-71, which as far as I know, most of the NDPs voted against. Correct. And he thinks that they're for it. He was uh, wondering, um, whispered something inaudible, and after listening to someone's inaudible reply, turned back to the cameras. So yes, right now our caucus is in support of this bill, he confirmed, but they voted against it. So it seems like they uh, don't really know what they're in support of. Nope. <laughs> Pretty much. No. All right. Just letting you know that nobody knows what they're doing. Well, I mean, like, really, the the story there, I guess, is that this bill is is so poorly thought out that even like the NDP are like are voting against a gun control bill, <laughs> and they're for gun control. Yes, but maybe they recognize that this isn't gun control. This is um, red tape for gun owners. Well, I think it's exactly what they're recognizing is that it's it's well, uh, it's not useful gun control, and uh, and they it's, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. bringing back expensive measures that didn't control guns. Well, and and there are several um, NDP and MPs in the NDP from Northern Ontario, which that area is not in favor of gun control. I mean, they're they're regular working class hunting, fishermen, hunting people, fishing people. They're pro gun. They're not they're not going to fall for this kind of nonsense. So, right. if they're respecting their constituents, they can't really support it. So. So basically what we're saying is that CBC and the NDP are saying this is just stupid. So it, it must be stupid. Yeah. We, we actually had in our area um, voting for the guy, not the party has always been very important to the people in my, in my community. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've often said, if you paint a pig red, they will vote for it here. And um, it, it just, so happens that a lot of the people in this area run for the Liberal Party and, and people like the individual. So they vote for the individual, not the party. And as a result, oftentimes the wrong party gets in. People were, were talking to me this weekend or last weekend at the uh, Promotion Plus saying, you know, I used to vote for the guy, but I just it just dawned on me. The guy works for the party that affects everything that's important to me right now. People I was like, oh, really? Finally, listen, I'm glad you had your epiphany moment run with that <laughs> well, and it, it's a it's a shame in the in the system we have where the all the parties tend to force everyone to toe the party line there's there can be some discussion in caucus but how much weight individual members with a dissenting point of view have on the the party's position i don't know it's it's going to vary but it can't be huge well and so. what the parties take positions on as well i mean i don't care about 70% of what they, uh, what the debate for in, uh, uh, in parliament. Um, but 30% is like, it's so divided beyond, beyond, uh, the different parties. Right. Um, yeah, it would be nice if, uh, they could vote for the different things that they want to be able to vote for, you know, gun control or no gun control or, you know. Yeah. Instead of being fined for not towing the party line. Yeah. But what your constituents want, basically. So, yep. Anyways, all right. So we got one more. It looks Last like a one poll. Here. Yeah, yep. a poll. Uh, support for increased gun control measures is already on the declines from the Daily Wire, uh, and this is a poll that was uh, in the Huffington Post, and it's um, just showing like a, a decline in the uh, support for gun control in the U.S. So, um, starting to drop again already. So, I yeah. doubt they'll do very much. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. So this next one I put in, uh, it looks like uh, the Woodstock Pistol and Rifle Club is selling some C-71, banned C-71 stickers. Um, so they would like us to actually just uh, to let you guys know about it. Go to their Facebook page. We'll add it to the show notes as well. You can pick up these stickers and post them. Details will be available a little bit later about costs. They said it's going to be a high-quality vinyl sticker, so you can put them on wherever you'd like to put them. Uh, and it just says, hashtag say no to C-71. So uh, go on over to the Facebook page. We'll post that in the show notes. All right. Let's talk to you again, Steph. Megdump.ca. Yeah. Why don't we just hit this first one here and then uh, and then maybe go on to our guest. Um, okay. So, yeah, Mag, Magdump uh, is selling. Yep. Before, well, if we go on to our guests, we'll be losing the live stream, correct? Uh, uh, no, I think he was good to do the Hangouts. So Okay. Very good. Yeah. Carry on. Because, uh, yeah, because I don't want the live stream to get shut down before we answer all of the live stream questions, which is after. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Magdump.ca. They're selling, uh, they were selling some Norinco SKSs for $215, uh, which is pretty cheap. And uh, I don't have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're sold out, <laughs> but they're getting more. They're getting well, more. So there's lots of the shop. Buy, what do they say? You can buy 10 of them for. Uh, so basically 200 just under 200 per if you buy them buy 10 packs of them wow and yeah you know if they're cleaned up like this that, that's in good shape well the norinko ones at least as far as i can remember aren't like super cosmoline up okay. um yeah and mm-hmm. they're norinko so i believe the chinese ones have chrome line barrels uh spike bayonet so do some of the russians depending on the year yeah, something about the the shape of the gas block will tell you if it's chrome lined or not. I don't know if that's folklore or fact lore. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Why don't we uh, Why don't we uh, hold these off until uh, until next week, and then we can cover them. Then. I mean, the only one that's like, are there any like big news ones in here? Magpul's doing a new bipod. We put that on yeah. our Facebook group, right? Let's talk about next week, though. Cool. All right. Okay, joining us tonight, we have Ryan McLeod from Highlander Tactical, our latest sponsor to the show. Ryan, thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, my pleasure. So, Highlander Tactical, tell us quickly, or tell the listeners quickly, what Highlander Tactical is about. So, I make uh, purpose-built tactics holsters and accessories um, for special operations, military, law enforcement, and, of course, sports shooters like you guys. Cool. Um, right now, I'm just uh, really busy trying to get a lot of guys uh, equipped because uh, um, everyone's just going overseas right now. So everything's busy. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then, so you're doing this kind of on the side too because you have a full-time job. Doing yes, that's right. So yeah, I'm full-time uh, military. I'm a weapons technician out of uh, Garrison Petawawa. Cool. Awesome. Um, let's see, so you do holsters, obviously you've got about how many different st- styles, brands right now? Models. Um, Model, models. Thank you. Trevor. Mo- well, yeah. Mo- yeah. Big, big models. Words. I, I, I speak poorly. Yes. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have the Odin, which is like your standard outside the waistband, um, pancake holster. And uh, then you have, um, the Kraken, which is, um, more modular, you can do like a drop leg or offset or something like that, but that's level one uh, retention. 
And then you have the Ragnar, which is the same um, setup, but with a hood. Uh, so it's level two. Um, and then I have uh, inside the waistband. Uh, so the Loki, so the Loki's appendix only uh, gun and a magazine all up front. Um, and then I have the, the Warg, which is uh, just the gun inside the waistband. Uh, you can do appendix and four o'clock carry with that one. Um, for uh, I also have magazine carriers, so I have single, uh, double, AR, and uh, AICS mags. Um, oh, that's interesting. I got. Ha- I don't. I yeah, don't know a handcuffs. lot of guys running uh, that uh, that have those kind of mag pouches. I guess that would be really useful for uh, PRS and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. So I have huh. two uh, uh, sponsored PRS shooters um, running my uh, new um, AI mags. Um, and these are all, uh, custom CNC, um, uh, molds that I use now, um, instead of molding off an actual magazine. Uh, so it's very, very fast and efficient, um, getting that stuff done. Uh, but I also have, um, um, handcuff carriers, tourniquet carrier, uh, which are really popular. The handcuff carrier with the police, obviously I got a RCP contract, um, in the East coast, uh, for those. And, uh, hopefully come to, uh, what else do I have? The list goes on light bearing and stuff like that. I can accommodate, uh, for the most part, um, most part and, uh, dip carriers, which is uh, super popular, especially on an army base. Um, uh, so if you don't know, it's like chewing tobacco and you, you know, put it in your lip and stuff like that. And you spit all, <laughs> spit it out. <laughs> passes the time you're making dip carriers <laughs> yeah ah, ah that's awesome some of my students <laughs> yeah. could actually use that i caught one dipping in class the other day yeah exactly yeah. clear yeah, clear water bottle them. way to go bud yeah sell them uh sell them <laughs> like a, dip a ninja carrier. <laughs> jeez nice um and uh, you you also make all these holsters in in right and left-handed correct you are capable of folding kydex in the other direction I'm trying to actually uh, not do the left-handed ones. Uh, <laughs> uh, openly discriminate against the yeah. lefties. Yeah. Get to the back of the breast, Brian. Yeah. yeah so it's just because uh, I'm, tr- I'm updating, I'm updating all my equipment um, to be more efficient and all that stuff. So obviously, it's going to cost me double the amount to do for, left-handed. So everything is, makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but if I get a contract. Um, then obviously I'm going to be doing left hand for sure for that, uh, particular model that, uh, who they choose or whatever. Um, so if you have a Browning high power and you want a Ragnar, I can definitely do left handed because. Oh, Brian, you've made my, you made my, <laughs> this didn't go yeah. the way I hoped. I, <laughs> well, I, better. I couldn't have predicted this. But you ordered already, so I guess I have to do yours. <laughs> yeah, because your web store said that you would do left. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 it, right? Like, come on, man, that's you can't do me like that. You can't be that hard. Come on, I have to. I gotta. I gotta tease you. Left. Oh, <laughs> even even in the Canadian forces, they don't beat the left hand out of people. They they work with it. So come on, it's not right. Yeah, anyway. I, I, I I made that. I can do high powers left-handed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? That's that's good. That's uh, that's a good thing. Um, uh, all right, cool. Um, so, so, Ryan, 
What are some of the other things that you also carry besides holsters? And make make pouches. Well, no, because he also carries things like you carry. Do you carry the hangers so you can you can attach it to a belt, like a tech lock or anything like that? Uh, Some of the mag carriers come with tech lock. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, my idea for the Krakens and Ragnars is that um, that holster will go to your existing platform because everyone's different. Everyone has their preferences. Um, And depending on their mission set, like some guys um, uh, want it on their vest or they want a drop leg or they want a a knee holster down to their knee, which I don't recommend, obviously, uh, with a two strap. So, um, uh, or you can do uh, what uh, Trevor did with uh, that adjustable hanger that you sent me for your, uh, your holster. Um, Yeah, exactly. uh, Same hole pattern as a tech lock, I believe. Yeah, so uh, I prefer uh, Safariland uh, UBL, um, but a lot of guys they run G code. So, yep. Okay. Yeah, that's so. Your your stuff's primarily set up for Blade Tech then. Uh, so the so whole Safari it Land? depends on so the Krakens and the Ragnars. The whole pattern it's Safariland G Blade Tech and uh, uh, Blackhawk as well. Yeah, so it covers all the mount all the mounting hardware accessories that basically are on the market. So. Cool. Um, and your your website lists all the different models um, that you offer the products in and, and light combinations that you're set up for. Um, are you still doing custom stuff or are you getting to the point that your 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 orders are such that you're not really doing custom anymore? Yeah, I haven't been doing uh, custom stuff for probably six months now. Um, okay. Yeah, because like before I do like knife sheaths and um, other stuff and, uh, and yeah, I just can't do that anymore. I, I'm just swamped. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, what about the competition holster prototype that you sent me? Is that going to make it into the main line, um, anytime or is that, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. So I mean, I, I believe in, I believe in the Kraken more just because the, the muzzle's closed. It has a thicker kydex. Um, so it's more durable and the sand and dirt's not going to get in there. Um, but you never know. I mean, it's a gamer, um, it's a gamer holster and yeah. for the games that we play, that holster's perfect. Yeah. So, it's light. It's very minimalist. And yeah, you're, yeah. you're missing out on a whole market. Uh, <laughs> but by the, the Kraken's got thing. thicker plastic on it and is more like more durable for, and maybe a better choice for like three gun, let's say. Uh, no, it is my three-gun holster, Adriel. Yeah, but you're a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game after all. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's like, a great well, competition holster for any style, USPSA, IPSC, or three-gun. Yeah. My my focus as a company is to uh, cater towards duty. Sure. Uh, primarily, so competition in IPSC, like I personally don't like IPSC, so I don't really want to make holsters for that. But um I, like I just want to focus mainly on on duty, like military you, police you applications. Like, you do like money though, right? <laughs> and IPSCers yeah. spend a stupid amount of money on their stuff. <laughs> oh I know. Buying thousand dollar guns, two thousand, three thousand dollar guns. Uh, more like six and seven thousand. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So they don't but, mind spending $150 on Kydex. Yeah. Cool. There's a, if, if I do, it'd be very limited to models, probably Shadow 2 or 1911. 
And that's about it. Makes sense. I I didn't know the Kraken was had a closed uh, was closed with the muzzle. I like that because um, um, I tend to do the type of shooting where I end up laying in the dirt occasionally on yeah. my holster. So I'd rather not have the ability to get crap up the muzzle uh, when I'm doing that. Yeah, exactly. So you're crawling through uh, mud or uh, like you know even ranges even ranges are uh, especially this time of year where it's very muddy and wet. Yep. You go down on the ground and your guns laying in the dirt while you're trying to shoot rifle or whatever. Yep. And then you go to transition and you never know what's going to happen. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why, and that's, that's coming from my military experience and, and, uh, that's why I did that. Cool. I'm even happier. I ordered this holster. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And the fact that you hate making it in left-handed that, that's, that cheers me up a little bit. Yeah, I might send you a pink one instead or something. You know what? I, pink I'll, I'll shot. I'll get some paint and I'll. Or you know what? I'll just run it pink. Whatever. I don't care. You know, it's it is what it is. It's 2018. It's all good. People can't make fun of me for running a pink holster. It's not right. I'll make funny for wearing a dress. Why not? Uh, yeah, don't it's wear. It's probably a good. I'm not coming to New Brunswick this year, Travis. Just saying. Okay. It's available in all kinds of different colors, including camo, right? I was, I when you were at TACCOM, I was able to see all the different colors you had. Yeah, so the Kraken and Ragnars are available in black, Coyote Brown, and Multicam. Okay. Uh, for everything else that uses a standard uh, uh, thickness Kydex, mm-hmm. it's uh, has a, a wide array of colors. Um, but for right now, I limit my website to uh, black, gray. Patty Brown, Multicam, um, and on special requests, I can get any color. Okay. Yeah, Ryan, you had... Oh, go ahead, Trev. Sorry. Ryan, do you ship to the U.S.? Yeah, so I've shipped... I shipped to the U.S. I uh, shipped... Uh, or ship internationally. So I've shipped to Australia, Switzerland, um, you know, those kind of places, too. And obviously overseas, if I can uh, get the holsters into the countries that these guys are in. Cool. Nice. So, what's the to- turnaround time right now for you? If somebody wants. Uh, right now, it's for not eight. left. For the correct. Well, it, it it doesn't matter. It, um, yeah, it's pushing around here my way. Yeah, okay. it's pushing <laughs> uh, around eight weeks, uh, okay. depending on operational orders or uh, right. my work my work schedule and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Which some people understand and some people don't understand. So, it's 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 finding that balance. Uh, Ryan, for what it's worth, um, I was at an event this weekend and there was a bunch of guys who are running um, custom built Kydex by another company in Canada and same lead time. So, okay. You're, yeah. From that standpoint, you're on par with other people doing the same thing. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would like you to go faster, but <laughs> it, that's just me being, you know, having the, I've ordered it now. I'm going to sit at the front door until yeah. it arrives, you know? So. Yeah. Typical gun. Yeah. It's like that meme where you're the skeleton on the couch. Yeah. Waiting for your, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. all right, cool. Um, guys, did you have any more questions about Ryan's uh, products before we go on to sponsorship stuff? Taking that as a no. Um, <laughs> so Ryan, uh, you've come on the show as a, as a sponsor and uh, we appreciate that. And for the listeners that gives them some, uh, some benefits, right? Uh, we've set up a promo code through your company for people to order stuff. 
Yeah, exactly. It's uh, Slam Fire, uh, all one word, and that's 10% off um, site-wide. So just use it when you check out. Awesome. And I think I've already had a few people use it. Oh, really? Good. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think five, cool. five people used it already. So, yeah, it's been, it's been uh, getting a lot of traffic. That's how the Slam Fire folks roll. Well, good. We buy gun stuff. Then yeah. Is it if I wanted to buy apparel, it would come off that as well, or is it just the uh, site wide? Yeah, site wide. Yeah, it's cool. just easier for me that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, it makes sense. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I have a uh, multicam hats now that have been going super quick. Every time I get a get them in, they sell out overnight. Right. So, uh, like multicams, like the standard one and, and black as well, which has been really popular. Cool. Everyone needs a range hat. So everyone yeah. does need a range hat. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to order one of those. I keep saying. Uh, I am me. waiting. I am waiting for the uh, women's tank top though. So yeah, they're coming. Good. I got. Uh, uh, I know. I got the the mockups, the computer mockups uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's just waiting on the on the shirts to come in, the blanks, and then we'll get them ripped out. Perfect. And Ryan, did Kelly hit you up yet to sponsor the charity shoot? No, but we will. No, Actually, you did that. You did that last it. year in the hotel. Oh yeah, I did, didn't I? I, yeah. I? I said yeah, I did. Yeah, he already said yes. So yeah, we're good. <laughs> that's that sounds like an interesting story that we should maybe not share with the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that I was think a fun it was night. When we were, never mind. Okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, Trevor asked, so let's be clear on that. Yes, thank you. Let's yeah. be clear on that. <laughs> right. Okay, so you're in a hotel room with Trevor. Again, interesting story that we don't need to share. It's yeah, just good. him and I. It wasn't like 15 <laughs> other people there. Yeah, yeah, the room wasn't packed. Oh, it was funny in my way. Yeah, it was. All right. Was, yeah, what, anyways, wasn't Jay Hines there? And never yeah, Jay was there. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Cool. So there will be some Highlander... Swag or, or products at the uh, charity shoot for people who win, I'm assuming. Oh, cool. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. Or a gift certificate or whatever. Yeah. 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 Because it's pretty hard for people. To, yeah. You can't yeah. build something ahead. So, anyway. Cool. And, uh, okay. So, custom holsters. Um, we're off the website. Eight week timeline. Uh, it, get in line and, and everyone gets the same eight weeks and, uh, and away we go. Cool. So no jumping the line, Trev. Whatever, man. He hates M6 shooters. I don't want to use his whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, Just use it for something else. He's he's more mad there about is that. Nothing than else. I- nothing <laughs> nothing else matters. He doesn't oh, hate M6 shooters. He just doesn't like Ipsic. Whatever. And I'll, I'll, I'll make my assumptions. I, I'm I'm liking how he's more mad about this than I am about the left-handed stuff. <laughs> just, way to go. So um, yeah, so we brought Ryan on, and he's managed to anger two of the four hosts. Awesome! This Tell, is, yeah. Ryan, <laughs> how do you feel about uh, sling swivels uh, as a as a bipod mount? <laughs> oh. No, he actually means that. You need to answer. <laughs> oh, oh, is this the uh, uh, bipod thing? What is? What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, sling yeah. swivels as an attachment point for a bipod. Go. Yes or no? No. 
Thank yeah, <laughs> my <Yeah>. man. <laughs> I think uh, Magpul just released uh, yeah, their bipod. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, and uh, I would go M-Lock right to the chassis. Yeah, See? yeah, my guy. Yep. You got Brian a couple of fans, just... Ryan. Oh no! Well, my point was, if if you don't have N-Lock or Picatinny, buy, the only buy thing a new you've chassis. got. <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> yes. <laughs> Oliver right. believes that it's a solution to a question that wasn't posed. Uh, anyway, whatever. But he is left-handed, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, I do everything wrong. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Since yeah. birth, I've been doing it wrong. All right, cool. Um, Ryan, uh, is there anything else you want to tell the uh, listeners of the show about uh, about your company before we let you fly? Um, check out my website, uh, highlandertactical.com. Uh, if you're on Instagram, follow me on Instagram at Highlander, at Highlander Tactical underscore, or at, what is it, at Highlander underscore Tactical. I don't even know. I just use a search function. And uh, <laughs> and uh, follow me there. And if you don't do Instagram, follow me on Facebook. Then you're yeah. up to date with all the, the goodness. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks for uh, coming on board with us. We, we really appreciate Really appreciate it, and we're hoping lots of listeners uh, jump on the offer and uh, get themselves some Highlander tactical goodness. They, he does make good holsters. Um, I've been running his. I actually ran your Odin uh, this weekend uh, when I was at Milcon. So it awesome, it yeah. Did exactly what it was supposed to do. The gun stayed in the holster when it was supposed to, and when I wanted to take it out of the holster, it came right out. It was perfect. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it has an adjustable retention. So, um, like guys overseas, they just tighten it down a little bit more and uh, if they're getting thrown into vehicles or jumping out or whatever and man the gun's gonna stay there so yep absolutely um, that's what yeah. you want it to do if it that's, falls out yep. when you're in a match you get dq'd falls out in a war zone i guess you lose your pistol it just gets left in the dirt somewhere because you know they don't notice that it fell off yeah usually it's probably yeah, some paperwork associated with that sorry lost my gun i've heard guys lose their pistols uh when they're in helicopters Mm. Yeah, yeah. When you when but, you lose something out of a helicopter, it's kind of gone. It's that's it, right? It's just unless, gone. Yeah, unless you're unless it's near the landing zone, then at least he's it's somewhere close. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, still costs right. some paperwork. Yeah, yeah, it's all not good, and it's yeah, it's distressing. All right, cool. Thanks, Ryan. We really appreciate you taking the time tonight, and um, we will look forward to. I'm looking forward to my holster showing up. So. Um. Yeah, you should you should get off the call and get at making other holsters so you can get to mine. <laughs> Actually, thought. yeah, uh, I'm in the middle of a few right now. <laughs> cool. cool. All right. All right. Th- thanks very much for having me. Thank All you, right. Ryan. Take care, man. Cheers. So, thanks once again to Ryan uh, for coming on, and let's get to listener feedback. Listener and for feedback sponsoring is our show. And that, and, yeah. Well, and for sponsoring our show, but I just wanted to get through this part because it's telling them that we're actually sponsoring our listener feedback by so Highlander. Stop Tactical. talking over Kelly. So, anyways, anyways, I'm so I missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, all right. Listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Highlander Tactical. Go to HighlanderTactical.com and to check out the great supply of both outside and inside the waistband holsters today. Use the promo code Slamfire Radio. All sorry, Slamfire, all in capital letters, uh, to check out and save ten percent off your order. So, 
Who would like to take this one from Mark H? Brian? Brian? Yeah, you got to like uh, fall and tell someone. Yeah. Yes. Brian. Or um, from Alex. Uh, hey, I'm a longtime listener okay. of the show. And I was. <laughs> sure. From Alex. Hey, I'm a longtime listener of the show. And I was wondering if you guys know any medical trauma training courses that are offered in Ontario mm. or Canada in general. From what I found out, there aren't many gun-related trauma courses available, but it would be great if you guys knew of any because they would be super useful for gunnies who want to have training with their tourniquet and trauma bags. Anyway, let us know if there are any courses available. Now, I did a little bit of research on this. Um, I did a quick search and found ITLS Ontario International Trauma Life Support, and they do a tactical medical essentials course. Are they um, recognized by anyone? Like, see, I don't know. In Canada, yeah. if you're first aid trained, because first aid is recognized, and the, and you render first aid, and there's a problem, you won't be sued. If you Correct. don't have first aid and you get one of these other courses, not that they, and it's not to say that the credit that the course is incredible, that it's not amazing training, but if it's not, this is Canada, and if it's not recognized by some government authority. You may as well have no training at all in the eyes of the court. So I th I thought we had the Good Samaritan law. In yeah, Canada. there's there's yes, something for, around it. Yes, but it's only for if my understanding. If you have the training available, because you can't do like tracheotomy on somebody. Saying, if you, you have know what? recognized training, right? You can't. You know, so if you're going to take any of these classes, make sure you also have a, a first aid, a recognized like St. John ambulance or whatever right. people yeah. are calling it, different parts. And St. John ambulances. They don't do actually the turn. They don't do not yet. No. Not yet. No, they are no. looking at putting together a course for it, though. My point yeah. is, They're, if you're going to take any of these other classes, yep. make sure you have a recognized one as well. Because if you render first aid yep. using just the off training and something goes terribly wrong, you could find yourself in the clink. So right. make sure you have at least first aid first. Right. Now. Uh, on that same note, and I couldn't find a link to it, but I did remember seeing last week, um, shortly after the Toronto van attack, there one of the hospitals in Toronto is offering trauma medicine courses specifically targeting um, tourniquets. Yeah, open to the public. Um, so that's that's a huge change in uh, in attitude from what we've seen. Oh, yeah. Previously, especially here in Ontario. Well, um, yeah, it is. But you and I both actually took a little bit of training too. I don't yes. know if it's recognized here. I don't. I wouldn't think it's nope. re necessarily no. recognized. But I also have my first aid. Yes. And yeah. Again, as I, as I recall, based on the Good Samaritan laws, uh, we're, we should be okay. I yeah. think. I, I'm not. As long sure. as we're not putting it around his neck. Well, yeah. No, that's that's fair. <laughs> Um, usually that yeah. sto that stops most of the bad symptoms when you put it around their neck if they're like struggling <laughs> to breathe or something like that you put it around they their stop neck and it complaining fixes. anyway yeah. that's for sure yeah. um but yeah no trevor tr trevor may be right i'm not 100 percent sure if 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 you are trevor but it's it's the conservative way of looking at it um you know from a keeping yourself from getting in trouble right with, if you, know, you have had training on it there is the good Samaritan law. If there is, if you don't like, if you don't have training on it, don't, don't try it. Obviously. Yeah. Find out what exactly the good Samaritan right. law will cover before you start rendering first aid without actually having a first aid card in your wallet. 
and and we will warn people um like look the stuff up don't use us as legal advice don't go to the judge and say Slamfire radio said i was good to go yeah he had a paper told you to do this and i was worried about uh gangrene so i amputated like yeah at the elbow (laughs) yeah we we also warn people to do to do this at a friend's house not amputate your friend's arm at their house (laughs) well you never want to amputate your own arm no it's really hard to do it clean if you're doing Mm. your own arm yeah so i carry around c tom's tourniquets with me but i've had training on it so yeah, but it. if you go and use one, Kelly, and you mm-hmm. don't have a recognized course that taught you to use a, a tourniquet, use a tourniquet and someone loses the limb, then what? I'll take my chances. Maybe I'll be in trouble. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I actually did have a training on it also with uh, with work as well. So. Your work is offering first er, offering I, training that includes I a got, tourniquet? I, yeah. So uh, I got... Sweet. I, yeah, they're... I, Pretty yeah. progressive. Not really, because of the fact that they... Anyways, never mind. We'll just... This is... Anyways. Yeah. Okay. I, just because of the fact I asked about it, and I... You stirred the pot. I you stirred the ask pot for is it. what like, I did. Not yeah. enough people ask for additional training at work, and sometimes uh, business owners just aren't paying attention, and you can ask for it and say, like, hey, I think this would be relevant, and what's the worst they're going to do? Say, like, no, we don't want to train you extra, or maybe they'll say, yes, yeah, you're taking the initiative, go for it, right? just has to be available you know that's yeah. that's the big thing mm-hmm. yeah. um i remember looking at this hospital thing and thinking i'll i'll get to it later and now i've lost it so i don't know yeah hopefully it'll show up in my feed again and i'll get a chance to do that so right. okay um adriel do you want to read the one from mark h since brian just totally passed over I'm, it i I'm looking at the show notes, Cal. Oh, there it is. See anything there? Yeah. yeah damn, uh, it's video. Damn, it's video. I can't listen to it at work. I'll have to watch it with booze later. Great job on WLS. We like shooting. Yeah. I don't usually listen to them, but you guys were great on it. <laughs> Mark H must have been drinking while he was listening to it. <laughs> well, why not? We were us drinking while recording it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Those guys are a blast. Yeah. And they, they put out a really polished product. And uh, put out, <laughs> throw out some, some really uh, sassy uh, comments in it as well. <laughs> oh, you need a thick skin or or don't go on. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't take the heat, like stay on the porch. It's not for man. The fan of heart? Yeah, it's not yeah. for snowflakes. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure there's a guy on that cast that actually wants me dead now because oh. I, yeah, but it's a misunderstanding, but I don't think he cares. So, you know, whatever. Uh, it happens. He, he, his, his line is, it's funnier my way as he, <laughs> yeah, as he stabs you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I've been getting questions uh, like, so Trev, tell me what didn't Canada invent? Cause it's possible that I claimed we invented everything. So mm-hmm. my reply was, well, we didn't invent AIDS or mass shootings. Everything else is ours. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, ouch. That's yeah, good, though. It was that yeah, kind that's of show. Pretty much true. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Well, if you want to actually send us an email or, you know, uh, to, you know, threaten Trevor, I guess, you can send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. We'd like to hear from you. We don't have any iTunes reviews, so if you'd like to give us one of those, uh, Adam, cool, I'm waiting for yours, um, then send us one of those, too. Or you can actually go in any application that you use, any app 
for any of the Androids as well, you can send us a review there and we'll read it on here. All right. What about shout outs? He's got a shout out. Adriel. Yep. You saw me right in there. Uh, my <laughs> shout outs to the CCFR and Kelly for getting me a calendar and for me winning something with said calendar. I guess <laughs> entering the thing was the right thing to do. You just had to remind us like what? Three, four, <laughs> ten times. <I> know. <laughs> Finally worked. And you know, uh, yeah. A, like an episode was it last week or the week before you were talking about the fact that in order for you guys to win stuff, you have to actually enter into mm. it. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just saying. Yeah. And now my uh, my Mother's Day shopping is complete and I'll look like I, <laughs> I was like purposeful about it. I won't tell her where it's from. And uh... <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. All right. Okay. Brian, what about you? Uh, I'll just give a quick shout out to Anika at Matter to Arms for just her being her. Yeah. Uh... Okay. Trevor, do you got any? That'd be a no. Hello, Trevor. Hello. You're muted. Hello. (laughs) I think he's not listening anymore. I I, I think he's rage quitted. Did he? (laughs) No. No? Okay. All right. I do have a couple. I wanted to say uh, hi and thank you to Greg May for all the amazing work that he did at the past weekend shoots or the weekend before that. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cool, I wanted to say hello to you, give you a little bit of shout out. Adam, congratulations. He is uh, actually a rifleman, got his rifleman patch, but he's a, a listener. Uh, I also gave him one of our patches as well, just because he's really cool. Uh, Matt B. Uh, Matt B is also somebody who is at one of the Maple Seeds as well. I just want to say hello to him and Anthony F. Those are all listeners, they're all CCFR members too. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I had someone so I, at, uh, uh, on our Chaz 3-Gun Facebook group called me uh, Frosty. So I guess there's more listeners there that I don't know are listeners. Isn't that really cool when people come up to you and like attack on people? are going, hey, it's Kelly. I'm coming over here specifically to talk to you. Or when Brian was there. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It's really cool when people come up and say hello. I measure it in subs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Subway subs. Subway subs. I've gotten beer from listeners. Mm. So, which was really, really, really cool. Beer's good too. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Thank you for that, by the way, Thomas. Uh, But I did actually want to say thank you to you three uh, for really carrying the show and doing a great job and throwing me under the bus every week. It was awesome. Our pleasure. I was throwing under the bus part. Mostly. I was I was gonna write in and say, you know, good night and get you guys saying good night to me. But one one weekend one week you did actually say good night to me, so Yay. I'm going, but anyways. All right. Patreonies. We had an episode last week, didn't we? You that bet. one out? Yep. All right. We did. We have a couple of new Patreons. Uh Martin R. Uh I didn't catch what he was uh what he's sponsoring us for, but uh Jesse D five Point five six. That's an awesome caliber. Yeah. Okay. So Patreon supporters, thank you very much for uh, supporting us because we can actually put out the content and that, and you can catch some extra episodes and special content as well. Uh, if you have not received patches, you do get swag. Uh, just email us at uh, slamfireradio at gmail.com. Send us your address and we'll send those out to you. Adriel just sent out re- some recently, right, Adriel? Yeah, uh, we posted it on Instagram there. I think I sent out another eight. So Perfect. Yeah. Okay. 
So what are we doing? Did we make a decision about uh, those T-shirts? I know that you were saying. Yeah, yeah there's some T-shirts coming in. They okay. are on order. All right. So if you'd like to sponsor us at uh, Patreon, just go over to patreon.com and backslash, backslash uh, Slamfire Radio and uh, give us a shout out there too as well. Obviously, we can we can read your feedback too, uh, like we did with Mark. Uh, anybody else got anything else before we sign off? Nope. Nada. Okay. All right. So join us. So why don't you join one of our national firearms associations like the CCFR or the CSSA? Go check us out on Gunners of Canada. We do have a thread there. We will talk to you. And apparently people have been talking to us. So Adriel and I have been chatting with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like us on Facebook. We are at 18,000. No, we're not. We're at 1,888. 18,000. That's a lot. And that's about it. So Trevor Forlot says hello. Uh, apparently. Okay. That's it. It's awkward, so you know what that means. It's time to go. Why can't you hear me? <laughs> he's muted I himself. Know. I don't know. Yeah, he's somehow muted himself. Uh, anyway. But nice. I didn't. Okay. Oh, well. There you are. Hello. Uh, yeah. Hello. Hi, Trevor. Oh, okay. That's weird. Uh, yeah, speaking of t-shirts, I have a shout-out. Tim. Okay. Tim from Tim's Good T-Shirts, one of the hosts of oh, uh, the Canadian Patriot Podcast. His t-shirts are quite good. Uh, I sent him some pictures of, he doesn't do one-offs, so don't think that you can suddenly flood him with one-off requests, but my requests were so good, he couldn't help himself, so I do have three t-shirts on order from him, um, with things on them like, and this is thanks to Matthew McClatchy, um, I'm condescending, that means I'm talking down to you, Uh, (laughs) um, what what doesn't kill you disappoints me. (laughs) <laughs> and you're right let's do it your way because the it's the dumbest way and that's easier for you or something like that yeah I can't wait to wear these on class, to class not my class not my day job class other classes yeah so yeah you're, so you're gonna wear something that's condescending at your 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 rifle or your pistol class yes because the people yes. that I teach have sense of humor <laughs> and aren't tender snowflakes Oh, okay. And can take jokes. And if they can't, they're in the wrong class. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Did you, nobody, you didn't actually say anything when I asked for shout outs or if anybody else had anything else to say. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you just talked about the teacher. You couldn't, but. you couldn't hear me, remember? I know. I and then I had, I had went away for, to do something and then came back. And I answered you guys when I came back, but maybe you didn't hear that either. I don't know. Okay. No. Whatever. Whatever. All right. So, you know what we need to do? Say good night and hang up. Go to bed. So you need to, yeah, yes. that's all that. Can you all say good night, Kelly, one more time? Oh, I was saving up oh. for this one. Good night, Kelly. <laughs> good night. Good night, Kelly. And I'm just going to do this. He <laughs> uh, telegraphed. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.